Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This episode of Nobody's Listening Podcast is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com. Go buy and get your own Nobody character or any piece of artwork for $65 or less. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, a clean podcast without all that stupid comedy. Hey, 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 how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 57, brought to you the week of February 27th. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and we invite you to do the same. I am your host, my name is James, and I am joined by a very special guest host. Yes, it should have been Brian Dunaway of ELR, Extra Life Radio fame, but unfortunately, due to the flu, which is obviously ravaging the East Coast as well as the Midwest, I have none other other than the very special, the very unique uh, former podcaster... Uh, uh, you know him from Ask Jojo, uh, the podcast, JojoTheChristianClown.com. It's Jojo. Say hi. Hello, people. My name is Jojo, and I'm a Christian clown. Very, very glad to be here today. Well, good, good, excellent. Um, why don't we uh, tell the people about yourself, just a little bit about you and who you are. Uh, what exactly is a Christian clown. Well, let me tell you, a Christian clown is like a regular clown, um, but instead of, uh, you know, just uh, spraying ourselves with seltzer water and uh, swipping on banana peels, um, I paint a little cross in my face, and that makes all the difference. And when kids see me slip on a banana peel and hit my head on the floor, um, they laugh and laugh. But when they see that little cross, they know I've hurt myself for the glory of God. And they feel the conviction, and they know if they don't stop laughing, then God will be angry. That's pretty much the difference, really. I, I, you know, I don't know. It's just extra makeup, ultimately, probably. Well, uh, that's great. Um, so let me ask you this real quick before we get into our weekly update. Um, why did you um, get into podcasting? And then uh, second part of that question would be, why did you get out? Well, I found out about podcasting through your podcast, actually, and I got sick of trying to um, just constantly calling in and just having little says here and there, you know, where I would just say things, um, because sometimes I would be anointed by God, and I would I would find things that were wrong, and I would say them, but then other times when I really felt the Spirit, um, I, I wouldn't have a venue. I would not have a way 
or enough cell phone minutes to call your phone line. So I figured, why not, you know, grab my sister's microphone and my brother-in-law's computer and drag them out to the garage where I sleep in her garage and um, set up my own little home studio and begin um, doing my own show. And that's what I did. It was called Ask JoJo, and I put out about five or six episodes. Um, But then I... um, I got uh, I got convicted um, of a crime. <laughs> no, just kidding. I did not. I um, would never do a crime uh, unless I heard the voice inside my head tell me to. But I um, I got a job, and um, it started taking up a little bit more of my real life. And um, actually, quit wearing so much makeup and kind of put up the clown costume for a little while. And um, it just got too much to do, and um, I kind of felt silly about the whole thing in the first place. But I'm back, um, not really to podcasting, but I'm back with the Christian Clown. I'm hanging tight with them, so that's that's great. Yeah, I, I guess so, if you say so. Um, I enjoyed your show, and um, uh, you know I promoted it a couple times on uh, on Nobody's Listening, so uh, I was really sad to see you go. I got a I got a lot of laughs out of it. I don't know if that was your intention. Well, you know, if people laugh at me because I boldly proclaim the gospel of Christian clowning, that's fine. Um, but uh, you just better watch out because you better not cry or laugh because I'm telling you why. Jesus Christ is coming to town and he don't pray. He doesn't pray? No, he doesn't pray. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, so anyway, it's time for this weekly update. All right. Now, uh, weekly update. The biggest weekly update I have this week, folks, is that uh, my wife had a little boy, a little baby, a little baby, a little week early, week early on, um, I guess it was the 23rd of February at 4.15 a.m., weighing in at a grand total of... Seven pounds, three ounces, with a length of 19 and a half inches. This is all from memory, ladies, so be impressed. Um, little James Lewis was brought into this world and uh, couldn't be happier. I got a little girl who's three now, and I got a little boy who's four days old. It's crazy. No, he's three. He's three days old today. So, crazy time. It's absolutely crazy. I love him. He's awesome. He's so different than the first one. And um, it's it's just it's wonderful, it's wonderful. Uh, Jojo, do you have a uh, do you have any kids? No, I do not. Um, I it's not for not wanting them, but uh, according to my religious preferences, the, which I mostly share with you, um, I have to have a spouse first. And though I've come close to getting married several times, uh, very many times actually, um, I've never been able to successfully tie the knot and therefore procreate. And um, my mom actually says not, not to wash it. You know, I thought she would want grandchildren, but she says that I should not um, be in a hurry. She says I was, I've changed. Well, yeah, you, you, you know what? Uh, JoJo on the podcast, you might not want to give so much personal information, okay? It's, uh, you might be embarrassing yourself a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, do you have a weekly update for us? Uh, because I'm really loving my kid. Um, Matter of fact, if you don't mind, just I just want to say that with my daughter, it's been the awesomest thing watching her. She calls him the little man. She calls him little man. I guess she got that from me, and uh, she loves him. Today, I asked her as a trick question just to get an idea of how she was feeling. I said, 
do you want to take him back and get another one, or do you want to keep? Uh, do you want to keep him?" And she says, "What?" And I said, "Well, do you want to keep him, or do you want to take him back?" And she says, "I want to keep baby James." And she knows I'm a joker, but um, it was just awesome to me because a three year old, you know, they don't get half of what you say, and and uh, they could decide, yeah, let's go get another one. But she she is completely in love with this little dude. I said, "How much do you love him? Do you love him?" A-? And she goes, "I love him ninety, because I didn't I didn't specify how many units uh, that he should love. She should love him, um, but then she said, "I love him eleven years." And so uh, I said, well, a little or a lot? She said, a lot, silly goose. I was like, okay, well, I guess 90 and 11 years would be an awful lot for a three-year-old. That would be an awful lot of time to bake cookies, too. That would be so long. Yeah, okay. So, Jojo, do you have indeed have an, a weekly update? Well, exactly what is one? Because you sent me an email prior to this, but I was aiming at, well, I was unable to retrieve it because um, the router at my, my sister's house is up in her room, and I, I probably needed to uh, reboot it, uh, restart it, but I'm not allowed in there anymore ever since I went through her. Yeah, that's that's great, Jojo. No, um, a weekly update is just something that's happened in the last... Uh, few days that has been funny crazy comical weird or anything like that well um there has been one thing okay i was i was in the basement um of my sister's house which is connected to the garage uh the only difference between the two rooms is the garage is a lot colder and there's no carpet in there and um I'm not supposed to be in the basement, but I was in there and there was mouse in there, but uh, nobody believed me. And so um, I was like, hey, there was a mouse. And my sister was like, well, let's get it. You know, let's get a let's get some mouse traps." And I says, no, that's a whack of faith because I can play that sucker out of here. And so I began to pray that God would get rid of the mouse. And my sister got a mouse trap, and um um, I I got down to the mousetrap to remove it because it was interfering with my intercession, um, and it snapped on my fingers, and it broke one of them. It broke it broke this finger right here. Oh my goodness, dude, put that away. That's why didn't you go to the hospital? Well, again, I'm praying that it will fix itself by its not by itself, of course. No, no, of course. Um, well, that's that's great, Jojo. Um, I do want to mention before we go too far that uh, our sponsor this week is Kathy W. It's actually All Baby's Mama from the forums. She gave me ten bucks. She's usually five bucks, but uh, I didn't tell her that she overpaid. <laughs> That's immoral. That's what? It's immoral. Immoral. It's wrong. Well, whatever, dude. Um. Anyway. Uh, I do want to actually clarify from last week that the message that I said was attributed to um, uh, Marbles was actually Sammy X Cracker and his his. So last week's episode was brought to you by Sammy X Cracker. His his uh, message, of course, was ninjas are way better than pirates. Ninjas Venelcast unite. So it's very important to the middle schoolers to get that right when you do that. So sorry about that. Um. <sighs> Shoo. Oh, oh, one more week, one more little thing about babies. I just want to put this out there for you, folks. Um, somebody asked me if I changed any tar poop babies and uh, baby diapers. And 
I got to be honest, I haven't. I haven't. I did that a lot with Jenna, the first one, first baby. Because those of you that don't know, when babies are first born, they never tell you this, but babies uh, pop out par- tar poop for the first week or so. And uh, so folks are asking me if I've done that. No, actually, I haven't changed any diapers at all. And uh, all the ladies in the audience right now are freaking out because you're like, I can't believe that. He, he doesn't seem the type that would uh, you know be too manly to change a diaper. And that's not the case. So calm down, judgmental people. Um, the reason I haven't changed this, a single diaper so far is uh, there's a few reasons. I mean, I'm still working on the house. I'm wrangling a three-year-old. I'm doing a lot of stuff. Um, trying to take care of my wife, doing the shopping and things like that <clears throat> while she heals up. But the the main reason is because my, my, my boy had a little operation that my little girl didn't have to have. And I won't say too much more about it. But uh, that operation has um, got me heebie-jeebing. For those of you that know, I don't uh, don't deal well with blood and cuss, cuts, cusses either. And um, it's a little gross down south. And, um, uh, you know, I mean, it's perfectly normal. The nurse said it's fine, that, that everything's healing up right. But, uh, yeah, you see, I just don't want to see that. And so until it heals up, the, uh, the diaper change is going to be left to the female. We're going to go back to the 50s. Which is where it ought to be. Okay, thanks, Jojo. Jojo, that's probably why you're still single. Well, the other reason is because I go on dates with a clown nose on. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably uh, affects things a little bit. Anyway, it's time for the LBB of the week. And uh, before I get started with that, Jojo, do you know what the LBB is? Can I, should, should I guess? Because I don't listen to your show. Um, you can take a shot at it, I guess. Well, let's see. LBB would be little brown babies. The little ones that were supposed to um, adopt from the TV. Okay, dude, that's that's not even right. No, LBB. Uh, the LBB of the week is actually uh, somebody that we saw at the hospital. She was the lactation consultant. Um, for those of you that know what that is, good for you. Those of you that don't, I do not suggest you look it up on Google, but... Um, it's about feeding your baby with your own body if you're a female. How about that? That's a very PG, G-rated way of saying uh, f- uh, breastfeeding. Oh, okay, I said it. Anyway, she comes in, and, and the reason why she's the LBB is because we were actually having our photos taken. The, the lady taking the photos, you know, with the bassinet, and, and, and it was kind of cool because they had me do other things too. I, you, you have to get the mandatory ugly picture of the baby with the background where they look like they're standing up and they're, they're sleeping and their face is all crunched up. You have to get that photo. But this lady actually took, took him out of the bassinet, put him in my hands, um, put, the, put the little boy... Um, on pillows and had Jenna get next to him and it was just really cool and this magical moment was happening and this lactation consultant comes in and she's uh she's like oh oh okay um are you guys almost done and my wife's like yeah we we are and the the photographer's like well you want me to leave no no it's fine I I'll come back um and then she starts doing her whole spiel right there She's like, uh, so are you doing this? And are, is the baby getting enough of that? And are you, so you know about this, right? Yeah. Um, my wife's like, yeah, this is my second child. And, and actually it's going really well. And she's like, oh, great, great. So you're doing this and you're doing that. And she goes through the entire handbook right there while the photographer's waiting, while we're all holding children in weird poses. And um, I would go into details, but it's not. 
you know, just out of context, it's not PG or, or less when they're talking about technical terms and names and scientific names of, of items and objects. But um, she's easily the LBB of the week because she could have just come back, but she didn't. And she didn't really do her job. She just went through the letter of the law and then walked out and kind of didn't ruin the moment, but definitely um, put images in my mind that I just wasn't comfortable with. So uh, lactation consultant, you're the LBB of the uh, of the week. So I hope you enjoy that. News. As far as news real quick, uh this episode uh ultimately all the episodes are sponsored brought to you uh by drawyourpicture.com. If you haven't gone over there, check it out. It's not much to see right now. I'm in the process of changing that website over because I used to just do these nobody characters which were popular for a while and if you still want one you can have one they are customizable characters that are printed on a giant poster and you can get them sent to graduates or people that have new children or people that are getting married or you can have one done up uh you know as a kid as a superhero or whatever you want to do uh go crazy but you can also get logos and stuff done so if you have a podcast or a business or a youth group or a church or uh you know just whatever um Give me a give me a ring. Give me a send me an email to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com and uh, check out drawyourpicture.com for links to other the other things that I've done and what I can do for you. So uh, also, if you'd like to sponsor a show, it's only five dollars and you can send it to uh, nobody's listening to us at gmail.com through PayPal, but you get a button, you get super member status in the forums, your name mentioned on the show, and a message as well. So it's just five bucks. Um, some of you guys have told me you don't have PayPal, and we're working on something. We're trying to get an address that you can send it to. Uh, don't don't tell me about P.O. boxes. Those things are ten bucks a month minimum, and I don't really get you know that many. Uh, that would just cut my donations in half, literally. If you think about it, it would take two of you. Uh, donating every month just to pay for that, and I just wouldn't wouldn't want to do that. So I got a bad feeling about this featured story. Anyway, it's time for a featured story. Let me tell you real quick. This featured story was recorded some time ago with a very very special friend of mine slash uh, mentor slash uh, stepfather, whatever you want to call him. His name's David, and he is actually Rockstar Paul's daddy. So enjoy this story from him, and we'll see you right after that. We'll be back. Say bye, Jojo. Goodbye, peoples. Enjoy the man of God's uh, story. All right, here I am. Um, this is Nobody's Listening, and it is, uh, it is uh, for all, all you know, it's December 31st. But I am here with uh, my friend and mentor, David Godbout, and uh, I've asked him to come on our 50th episode and tell a story. So take it away, David. Well, actually, I'm... Rockstar Paul's dad. That's right. And Salsa Boy's daddy. Yes, that's my claim to fame. I have a daughter who's normal. Yeah, we have no stories about her. Well, I do, but I don't tell them because I actually like her. <laughs> so I'll tell so a story. Because they're all stories that end with, aww. That's right. Well, instead she, of and, laughter at somebody's expense. And she's in this story because she collaborates with me to destroy my boys. Okay. So Sounds good. Well, this one was is a Rockstar Paul story, basically. When he uh, Paul was... Um, Going, getting ready to go into seventh grade. It was like August of that year. And so um, I don't know where the idea came from, but I, probably, can you say hell on the show? No. Oh, okay. Hades. Hades. Okay, well, the show came from somewhere in the neighborhood of Hades and the show, the story, the, the account, the idea. And um, so 
I wanted to do something to get to Paul. And so I, um, my wife and I came up with this idea. We created a letterhead that said Bibb County Public Schools, which was the county in Georgia in which we live. Paul Stoggers. was getting ready to go into seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Georgia Public Schools. That's where my kids were educated for a portion of their lives. Frosty. But, yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, I created this. It says Bibb County Public Schools. And, and, and I had just come up with this, this program called the DIAL program. And um, that's directed in – Incentive Accelerated Learning, I think is what we called wow. it. And um, and again, this is all made up in my head. So I made the letterhead for Bibb County Public Schools and we created the dial program said, Dear Mr. and Mrs. Godbout, um, we are writing you this letter because we want you to be, uh, your, your children to be involved in this new uh, uh, pilot program we have mm-hmm. for accelerated students. So anyway, I had written this whole letter and I actually mailed it to myself. And, and so Paul was in the living room when we opened up the mail and and then I just mentioned to my office, I said, hey, hon, that letter's here they had called us about. And and so Sherry and I went into the bedroom and we, because I told the kids they were watching TV, we need to we need to read this and we'll be right back. So we went in and I don't know what we did in there. We just kind of <laughs> sat around for a couple of minutes. So we came back out and we called Paul, my oldest son, Rockstar Paul, and, and he wasn't then a rock star yet, but uh, called him in the room and called my daughter in, in the room and, um, you know, I said, we need to talk to you for a minute. So we sat them down on the bed, which is where we have all of our major family meetings. Mm. And I told Paul, I said, um, Paul, I want you to, to, I need to tell you about some stuff, you and Melissa both, because your mom and I are getting ready to go to a meeting at the school. And um, it's about this program. So I let Paul read the letter. He read this whole okay. letter about the directed, accelerated, uh, directed, I don't know what it was called, the dial program. But ultimately, the gist of it was that they were selecting certain fifth grade students, of which Melissa, Paul's younger sister, was a fifth grader going into fifth grade. They were sele- selecting certain fifth grade students to be a part of the dial program where they would leap ahead two years into the seventh grade. <laughs> And it was directed incentive accelerated learning. So they're accelerating her to the seventh grade, and um, then she would be going just an accelerated path that would get her great schools for college and on and on. And and I told Paul, I said, we're going to this meeting. We're not saying we're going to do this. We wanted your input because part of the deal on this, Paul, from what they told us on the phone is that they've selected Melissa because for a couple of reasons. One is, you know, she just showed some potential on and on. But also she happens to have a seventh grade brother. And that made her eligible. Okay. And so um, the, the deal would be this, Paul. Melissa would go into your school, into junior high, the same time you will. And he said, um, okay. I, you know, he didn't want – you could tell he didn't want it to happen, <laughs> but he, he didn't want to be a bad brother. He said, okay. And, and, and I said, are you going to be okay with that? He said, yeah, I guess so. It would be kind of weird to have my little sister there. I said, Okay, but if you're not okay, we won't do it. And, and I know Paul enough to know that he's just gullible enough. So right. he says, okay, uh, I guess we could do that. And then I said, well, then the other thing, Paul, is that um, she would actually be in your classes. All the classes you take, <laughs> she will be in there. That's a part of the directive part of it. So they know that she's being taken you're care evil, of. Well, you know that, right? Uh, well, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, so Paul, again, he's trying to be the cool big brother. Like, I want to take her. Oh, okay, I guess that would be all right. And, and so we got him that far. And then I said um, – um, you know, and the only other thing, Paul, that you, I guess you really need to know before you agree to this is that, like, this will go all the way through high school. <laughs> Which means every class that you're in from now through till you graduate, you guys will graduate together, but you will be in every class together with your little sister. And... Again, I mean, he's just trying to suck it up and be like, okay, he wants to be, 
I, you raised well, them so well. I don't know how in the world they turned out so great. So though. we're all sitting on the bed, and and, um, um, and 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 so he doesn't want to say no because he wants to be good, you know, like a good brother. So he, I just watch his mind work. He begins reaching for some flaw <laughs> some in the kind plan way to <laughs> yes. get out of this. So huh? he said, "Well, Dad, well, what about like even." P.E., Jim, I said, well, you know, obviously you didn't go to the same locker room, meatball. But yeah, you you know, that young Jim's co-ed Jim and this, that, and the other. And he said, well, but she would be younger. And, and, and I, he said, I, I'm just thinking that, you know, I was just kind of hearing that, like, if you're at certain points, you shouldn't do certain things. Like, like with weightlifting, you can't because your bones aren't for. And he's coming up with all these crazy ideas. And this has been going on for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And uh, we're in the closed off bedroom. And so... So he said, well, what about, like, I heard if your your bones aren't formed real well and you're doing lifting heavy weights and stuff that it could really hurt you, and I wouldn't want, and, and I said, Paul, now, I, you know that the school, that's they wanted to, I said, you know the school will take care of her, that if, if there was something that, that wasn't going to be good for her, that was kind of, you know, pulling her down, if it was kind of just dragging her, if it was, like, if, Paul, if, if anything began pulling Melissa's leg, like, I'm pulling your leg right now. <laughs> And it all of a sudden dawned on him that we were scamming him completely. He ripped up the letter and he jumped on me. When he reached for the handgun, leveled no, it at he, my eye. He come across the bed and he knocked me off the bed. He hit me so hard. I mean, he just he threw his whole body on me. I hate you. I can't believe I hate you. I hate you. So we're yelling and screaming. And so, you know, by the time it's all done, we're all laughing. And he's like, he's got tears in his eyes. He's so relieved and so mad and so happy all at the same time. And so, man, it was just a great. So then we, the, the, the funniest part to me is we got out of the that we're done with that okay so then we open up the door to go in out of the in back to the living room and my youngest son nick who's now only like four years old he's sitting on the couch bawling his eyes out and i'm like nick what's the matter what's wrong well it never dawned on me that every major family meeting we ever had it's we all go in the bedroom and and we sit on the bed and we talk about stuff and every up to that point in their lives it's only been twice but every time that happened once in texas uh, then once in St. Louis, and the result of that meeting was we moved. Oh. And so Nick is literally bawling his eyes out, sitting on the bed, and I asked, what is wrong? He, well, you all went in, and on, you were on the bed. I, he actually opened the door, I guess, and looked in there. We were all sitting talking <laughs> really seriously. <laughs> he said, you were all in there talking, and, and every time you do that, we move. And I, I just thought maybe you guys were moving, and I wasn't going to get to move with you. <laughs> That's honest to God what he said, and so I'm, you know, I start laughing. He left again. him out of the meeting. Yeah, he was on the, all God, by himself. If we keep this a secret, we can get out of here before he even knows. He was broken up, thinking, "Yeah, if you guys now move, I feel it, I guilty can't. for pushing him down in the snow and making him cry." Uh, he's over it. So, yeah, that's so. If anybody wants uh, the copy of the Directed Ex- Incentive Accelerated Learning Program to scam your children, Go just send. Just send an offering that nobody's listening. It's at a Creative Commons <laughs> license. You can use it freely. Yes. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Certainly. For sharing your story. Yeah, we had a pers- we had a request from a fan that said they wanted to hear uh, Rockstar Paul's dad talk about more ways to torture children. So there you go, boys and girls. Thank you, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. All right, we're back. Uh, Jojo, what would you think about that? Well, um, actually, you did not let us hear it in the studio. And so I'm at a loss for what actually was going on. But um, 
I imagine that, you know, since it's your show, that it was probably something that people would have been better not listening to. Okay, I, I'm not actually sure, but I think you just insulted me. Well, if you were capable of understanding, you probably would have been. Okay. All right, bud. Uh, you're a lot funnier on your show. I just got to say that right now. Uh, we do have a few emails and things to read, so let me go ahead and do that. Usually we take turns, JoJo. Is that cool? I'm absolutely fine and competent at weeding. All right, great. Um, Crystal says, hey, James and David. Unfortunately, David is not here. Very unfortunately. I, I think I should have been offended at that. Yeah, well, if you had understood what I was actually saying, you might have been. Um, just wanted to tell you guys that I got married in January... And in the pastor's ceremony notes, he had me listed as Lucy. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Now, my first name is obviously not Lucy, but apparently he uses a template. And Lucy was the name of the last bride that he married off. The pastor was very embarrassed, but I thought it was hilarious for reasons he knew not of. Uh, thanks for the great show, Crystal. That is very awesome. And uh, a similar thing happened to me, actually. My wife actually married a man named John Wesley Kennison instead of James Wesley Kennison, which at the time was my stepdad. So a little weird for us. My sister uh, Leanne started laughing and uh, pretty much didn't stop the entire rest of the ceremony. Thanks, Leanne. Yeah, thanks, Leanne. That didn't even sound like you, dude. <laughs> if we're going to do this and people are going to believe, you've got to actually change the voice. Well, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me do it again. Um... I don't remember what I said, though. That's the only problem. Um, hey, can I read the next one? Sure, I guess so. All right. Um, hey, it's G. Smith. Uh, first off, it feels great to be back listening to you guys. Happy one year and 50th anniversary. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. He must have not been listening for a little while because this is old. Anyways, um, here is a story of, of the week. My friend and I were jumping on walks by the river since it was a nice summer day. Uh, everything was great and cheery, but not exactly. We were about to head back to my house after a long while. I looked up at the bank and I put my foot on the edge so I could start climbing. My friend looks at me and says, That doesn't look like a good idea. Let's go around. But of course, me being the sensible person that I am, I go, Come on! This is way will be much faster and uh, than going all the way around. So I reach up and I grab a branch of a tree sticking out from the bank and I begin climbing. Unfortunately, I did this before I warned that a certain type of wasp makes their nest underground. I'm guessing it's an underground wasp. Yeah, I would probably guess that too. Um, my foot dug into the dirt and a swarm of wasps came out and they started attacking me. They was probably uh, picketing. They were probably just picketing. They were peaceful because God's creatures would never do that purposefully um a bunch of them got into my shirt so i quickly took it off and started swatting them with it uh about 30 minutes later we were both walking down the road back to my house and the stupid little bugs had stayed in my shirt so i left it there on the ground by the river and now i was shirtless with about 12 stings on my body while my friend only had two uh she couldn't help but laugh as people drove by in their cars looking at me very confused uh, once I got home, I had about four ice packs spread all over my body. Now I laugh about it when I think because I just remember me walking down the street with no shirt and my body almost totally numb 
Uh, thanks a lot, guys, and I hope your holidays were great. G. Smith, man, you must have left this on the on the show notes for quite a while because he's talking about Christmas. Yeah, it, it it happens sometimes. So, G. Smith, thanks, man. That was awesome. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I got bit one time when I was a kid, um, but it didn't hurt. It was the, like the one and only time it never hurt. I felt something on my arm. I reached over and put my hand over it, and it stung me, and I picked off the bug. And it was a wasp or something, and I kind of just squished it or, or let it free. I don't remember. But I remember not crying. It was the first time. It was weird. But uh, thanks. Uh, I got this one. Hi, everyone. I'm Sam Cheesy. My friend Frosty got me listening to Nobody's Listening. Um, and she made me come to the forums. And now I think I'll share my story with you to help introduce me a little. Uh, over winter break, I drove down to L.A. nine hours, and Frosty thought it would be fun to take my iPod while I was not looking, and she erased all the music off it. Oh, my gosh. Um, she didn't just get rid of all the music. She also put Nobody's Listening podcasts on it. So all I had to listen to for that nine-hour drive in my car was 48 episodes of Nobody's Listening. I did fall in love with the show, but I'm still mad at Frosty, so I stole her hat, and I will never give it back. So uh, thank you, Frosty, for subverting somebody's ipod i think that's awesome well i think it's horrendous i think it's terrible um but i wish i had thought of it first exactly randolph says hey james and david um i wanted to let you know that my lunch breaks are never complete without your podcast but now i'm rethinking that the other day i bought a grilled chicken uh i bought grilled chicken for lunch my favorite and episode three was playing no no episode 53 so when the part about Rachel's mishap went on, I felt sick and queasy. Oh, yeah, that's the one that was kind of gross. And I couldn't eat. I had to give my lunch away. So I totally lost my appetite. The following day for lunch, I brought another. I bought another chicken, grilled chicken sandwich again, since I missed the one from yesterday. And I had 54 to listen to. So I was excited because I missed half of 53 because of Rachel's story. Then on your weekly update, you mentioned Jenna giving you the giblies, and I felt like... Two cups of coffee and biscuits I had in the morning were rushing up from my stomach. I decided, um, oh, she said that he felt, Randolph said he felt that. And then the part where she said it opened like a door made me so sick that I threw up. No, you did not. No, you didn't. Another grilled chicken missed. Anyway, I loved your podcast. That's what makes lunch three times as enjoyable most of the time. Cheers, Randolph. I cannot believe you threw up at that. I thought I had a weak stomach. Crazy people. Eric T. Oh, um, do you want to do this one, Jojo? I'm sorry. I kind of forgot about you over there. Well, I would hope. Um, I was patiently waiting. Yes, you were very patient. All right, here we go. This is from Eric T. Well, my name is Eric. And that's what I just said. I had just okay, said Jojo, that. That's not funny. Just read it. Um, My name is Eric. <laughs> and me and my cousins were out at a park. Let's just call them Lucy. How 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 smart. That is so cool because you just talked about Lucy before. That must be a thing on your show. Uh, we were out on one of these things that spins when you sit on it. Uh, is that a sit and spin? I don't, I don't know. So me and my cousins were sitting there. And my dad came over and he said, you have to spin the thing. So we started spinning us. So everything around us was a blur. And uh, we were hanging on our for our lives because if we flew off, something was going to break like a bone. So we were hanging on to my youngest cousin, and he flew off. But luckily, he didn't break anything. See, he must have been played up. That's all I know. Um, he flew off. He didn't break anything. Um, but it was just me and my cousin hanging on. 
Then the spinning finally stopped, and my cousin stood up, and he looked down. He saw his pants had flown completely off, and they had flown into the woods. That is so silly and so pornographic. Um, they flew into the woods, and we had to go look for him. And all he had was his boxer shorts on. And he scratched his legs all the way up and down, and we found his pants. And then we did it all again. You silly boy, Eric. That was a funny story. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, next time, um, leave out the part about the boxer shorts, because that was terrible. But the rest was pretty funny. Yeah, thank you, Jojo. I think that's enough reading. Uh, Danny writes, anyways... At our school, you have to take a foreign language class. Two of my friends, let's call them Lucy and Charlie the Unicorn, uh, were taking Spanish classes, and uh, they didn't know it. Well, okay, they were taking Spanish classes because they didn't already know it. Well, I would think that's why you were taking a Spanish class. Useless information. While my brother, my other friend, little Lucy, immediately... Good night. I'm not going to read this. It's just too much junk in here. It's a really good story, though. Here we go. Um, one day, Lucy, little Lucy, and Charlie the Unicorn and I went to... Just tell me people's names, people. Um, while we were talking, Lucy said, Yo quiero una cola. And uh, Lucy and I exchanged glances because we knew that wasn't right. However, we decided not to say anything because Lucy was feeling really smart and mighty at the moment. So he's trying to use his Spanish, basically, people. A couple days later, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and after school... And we were uh, we wanted to eat, so the waiter asked us what we wanted, and Lucy, who wanted to show off her awesome Spanish skill, said, "Yo quiero una cola." And the waiter, who obviously wasn't sure what she was saying, asked her what she wanted again and again. So she said the same thing, and she said it again. Finally, the waiter couldn't take it anymore, and he said, "So you want an animal butt?" So I I uh, basically I looked up. Thing in in the translation and yo quiero una cola uh, means I want a tail. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty funny. Well, I've often wondered why I don't have one. I think it would make a better clown costume to have a a tail. Could you imagine? Yeah, I, I would imagine you could imagine. The moral of the story though is don't trust Spanish teachers that aren't from a place that speaks Spanish fluently. We got one time for one more right now, so let's let's jump into that. Uh, hello, James and guest. I'm Chris from Arizona. I do have a story for you. Okay, so last night I uh, was told to throw a turkey pan in a pan away so it wouldn't stink up the house. The turkey was old and no one was finishing it off. I decided to do it the next day. Well, I forgot, and I my I asked Emily where it was. That's his sister. She tells me it's in the fridge, so I take it out and. Look at it. It looks odd for a turkey, but whatever. I put it in some bags, and I trashed it. Well, it turns out the turkey was near the sink. And my mom asked where dinner was. Turns out I threw out a dinner she had been marinating all that time, but I had canned it anyway. So I run out the garbage, salvaged it, returned it while it was still in the bag. Thank the Lord. Then I throw out the real turkey and run back upstairs laughing. Only me and my mom know, and I plan to tell my sister after dinner. My mom's friend is coming over to eat, too, so I'll have to try and not chuckle when I see them eat it. I plan to feed my portion to the dog and make a sandwich or something later. You're terrible. That is just terrible. Well, thanks for reading, guys. Um, can't wait for the next episode, Chris. 
Well, Chris, uh, if you're still listening to the show, that was back from Thanksgiving, and I'm finally getting around to reading it. It was a great one. It was awesome. Thank you so much. I cannot believe that you did that. I will say this. One time my grandmother made some rice, and there were maggots in it. And she was so embarrassed. I don't know why maggots were in the rice, but they were. And uh, we had eaten quite a bit. Oh, God. Oh, makes me want to puke. Well, um, you know, if maybe you had a miracle. Well, actually, the maggots would turn from rice into maggots. Maybe you had secret sin. You never know. I don't think that was the case, Jojo. Um, we do have to give away a button. Yes, let's do it. Let's give it to me. You, you didn't contribute anything. You didn't have one funny joke. What? Um, you don't even have a podcast to promote. I don't even know why, really, you were on the show. I, I um, but I will let you pick, um, you know, your favorite person. Wow. With the, with the button for the button. Okay. So why don't you do that? Um, I'm going to say that Crystal from that, that got married and got called Lucy. I, I think that was my favorite. You know, I, I'd actually have to agree. So Crystal, K-R-I-S-T-E-L. Uh, congratulations on getting married and congratulations on winning a button. I don't know which one's going to prove to be. A better investment for you. Hopefully the marriage, but uh, you do get a button. So send me your address. I'll send that right out to you in five to ten years. Uh, that's about it today. So JoJo, I guess thanks for joining us on the show. And uh, we'll be back next week either with David or another guest host. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Thank you for having me. And uh, in the meantime, you can still find a archive of my old episodes uh, of Ask Jojo at jojodequistionclown.com and um, you can send me money to PayPal. Just I don't have one, but um, you can do that and I think if you wish it hard enough, it'll get to me. Okay, that made absolutely no sense, but that's okay because nobody's, nobody's listening. listening. Hey, I did it. I said it with you and you know, people cannot usually do that and I did. Yeah, you're you're a genius, Jojo. I know. Visit us online at nlcast.com or look us up in iTunes. While you're there, why not leave a review? Email your stories or comments to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Hey, nobody's listening. This is SOG Holy Fire 23 from the forums. I thought I'd call you guys the story, and it starts out back when I was living in Massachusetts. Uh, I was hitting a rubber ball across the my friend's yard with a broomstick, and my their five-year-old son had a uh, airplane that he was throwing around. And I was as I was whacking the ball, the rubber ball across the yard, his airplane landed in the path of my broomstick. And I realized as I was hitting full force, I saw the ball fall to the ground in front of me from where I threw it. And then I re- then I heard a large cracking sound, and I turned to my right, and there was their five-year-old son, clutching his face right above his eyebrow, and he let go, and a profuse amount of blood started to drain from his head. And then I realized I had whacked him upside the head with my broomstick, and he was almost knocked out, and his mom came out and yelled some stuff. That I won't repeat, but let's just say it wasn't PG. So I ran into my room and locked the door, 
and thought about running away and changing my name to Lucifer. But it turned out he was okay. A couple stitches fixed him up, and the problem was resolved. So that's it. I love your show, guys. And welcome back, David. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.